Hello everyone. God bless you. God bless you. My name is Mary Ibude and I'm your counselor. Today I have another wonderful message for you from the true room of grace. I believe God that this message is for someone out there and I know that God will make this message to reach that particular person that needs to hear this message. Today we are going to be discussing about marriage killers. Today we are going to be looking at marriage killers. That's our topic for this, for this teaching. Before we go ahead, I want us to say a short word of prayer. Father, I want to thank you for another opportunity to be alive and to be able to do this. I appreciate you in every way and I give you praise. Daddy, I commit this message into your hands. So God, let it be a blessing to everyone that will hear it and will listen to this message today. I pray that whoever this message is meant for, Father, let the message reach that person. Every marriage that is suffering, in one way or the other, as they hear this message, you go, let that marriage be healed. Father, intervene concerning every marriage in the mighty name of Jesus. Today, our topic is marriage killers. And we are going to be taking our text from the book of Songs of Solomon. Chapter 2 and verse 15. And it says, Take us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines. For our vines have tender grapes. The rate of divorce today is becoming so, so scary that we need to examine what are the causes of this scenario and how to overcome them. I believe you will agree with me that there are so many divorces around so many people are getting separated, even newly wedded couples. So today we are going to be looking at some of the marriage killers. Why is it so? Why are we experiencing so many divorces? Why is the rate of divorce going higher and higher on a daily basis? The first thing we are going to be looking at today is ignorance. Ignorance. What people do not know about marriage destroy it earlier than anything. Some people are ignorant about marriage. They just come into marriage without having a, a, a knowledge of what marriage is all about. Ignorance is the mother of foolishness. And foolishness is the number one enemy of progress. When people fail to learn about marriage and how to make it work, they cannot but make a mess of it. Most of our youth these days don't know what marriage is all about. They just jump into it. They feel as if the feelings they get as foresight can make the marriage to work. These days, even love is not enough to make a marriage work. There are so many other things attached. Number two, we're going to be looking at unforgiving spirit. Offense must come. There is no way we can work together without offending and displeasing each other. Time after time, there must be offense. When they come, we must learn to forgive. Lack of forgiveness is a killer of marriage. This is one of the major reasons why we are experiencing so many separation and divorce today. People do not want to forgive. People do not know how to forgive. So, offense must come, but learn how to forgive quickly. If you must be in a marriage, you must learn the act of forgiveness. If you don't know how to forgive... You don't have any business getting married. That is the truth. So we're going to look at another, another, another reason why 
There are so many divorce rates. Infidelity and adultery. Hmm. These twin evil have destroyed many homes. They have brought tears, sorrow, regrets, worry, guilt, sickness, heartache, and death to many couples. To overcome them, be content with, what, with your spouse. Love your spouse the way she is. Communicate and settle your misunderstanding amicably. Avoid any situation that may lead to adultery. Accept your spouse the way he or she is. What you are looking for outside is loaded in your spouse with peace and security. Seek godly and professional counsel if you have to so that your marriage can work. The first point we're going to be looking at today is self. Self is another deadly killer of marriage. Self is a great destroyer of good marriage. Self is the founder of selfishness, emanating from pride and ignorance. Self develop, develop solo syndrome. Mine, me, and others are commonly used by a selfish person. Self always wants to be thanked for everything done well, but do not see any reason why you should thank anybody for anything. You see that self is a destroyer of marriage. When you are, mar- you are married, you, are, you have been, two have become one. You have to consider your partner. You have to consider the other person. You don't do everything by yourself, for yourself. And, and everything, should not, so everything should not revolve around you. Because you have somebody you need to account to. So let's avoid that self. Then number five, intolerance. It's another destroyer or killer of marriage. Inability to listen and consider the opinion of others can degenerate to despising the other person and even lead to hatred. An intolerant person is often touchy and irritable. He or she is full of self, is sensitive to criticism, but insensitive to others' needs and feelings. We are talking about intolerance now. Then we are going to be looking at number six, personality clash. Personality clash. A man and his wife are supposed to be complementary, not competitive. But when they need to be themselves and are unwilling to carry the other party along, it will create a great problem. Though the man is in the position of power, authority, decision-making, and leadership, he must love his wife and avoid being a dictator. He should harbor criticism and misjudging. The woman, on the other hand, is in the position of dependence, influence, helper, and advisor. She should, however, be loving, caring, and compliment her husband. Personality class should not be found in any marriage. It is a marriage killer. Number seven, there's a third-party influence. The third-party influence. Negative influence of friends, families, neighbors, colleagues, and children should be dealt with. No matter how strong it is, couples should learn to be one. There should be oneness and unity, and they should not allow anybody to destroy their union. We're talking about third-party influence should be avoided in every marriage. 
But if you need to seek a counselor outside your marriage, someone that's not related to you or your husband, you are free to do so. If you know you require somebody to talk to, you can seek a marriage counselor. Then, number eight, we are looking at overcommitment. Being overcommitted to one's job, career, social services, religious activities, ministry, and sports, and being a workaholic can destroy any marriage, if done without considering the feelings of one spouse. Organize your time together. Plan together. Share your vision with each other. Have time for recreation with your spouse. Let your family be paramount in your heart. Bad character, number nine. We're looking at bad character. Bad and offensive characters like pride, laziness, stubbornness, dirtiness, anger, nagging, prayerlessness, criticism, infidelity, smoking, hatred, and so on can destroy any marriage. No matter how wonderful it is, you must deal with all manner of bad character before they deal with your marriage. Deal with all manner of bad character before they deal with your marriage. Then we also have wrong use of sex. God made sex to be a thing of pleasure and joy among couples. But this wrong use has been a total, has been a tool in the hands of the devil for destruction of marriage. There are myths, taboos, wrong conception, mentality about sex that has been allowed to ruin the marriage of many. Sex. The marriage of many. Sex. Sex has, sex has been used to ruin the marriage of many. Sex is bad. Sex will, so people get different type of belief and myth about sex. They hear that sex is bad. Sex will not will make your stomach to be big. It makes one get old on time. So many myths about sex. This has to be dealt with so that your marriage will not suffer. All these are wrong notions about sex that must be dealt with. Women must not use sex as a weapon or as punishment. They should know that their body does not belong to them. They should know that sex is good and godly within marriage. Sex should be made not made to build your marriage and not to destroy it. Couples should seek to make their marriage work. Strain and tension should not be allowed into the marriage through careless handling of sex. Then we have number 11, criticism, constant nagging. Hmm. This is another terrible tool in the hands of the enemy. Criticism, blaming, verbal attack can easily destroy any marriage, no matter how strong it is. Couples should avoid criticizing their partner as much as possible. Don't say it is constructive criticism. There is nothing constructive in criticism. You correct in love, but never blame, nag, or criticize. Then number 12, unrealistic expectations. This is another thing that can easily destroy marriage. Some men think they will have access to sex 24 hours, 7 days in a week, 
after wedding. This is unrealistic. Some women expect their husbands to solve all their, all their problems. This is, not, this is unrealistic. Your husband is not God. When expectations that were set before wedding is not met in marriage, it sometimes leads to hostility and, and crisis in marriage. So be careful what you are expecting. This one is a major killer. Because if the person does not meet up to your expectation, you get offended and it leads from there to unforgiveness and to resentment. So number 13 here is focusing on problem instead of God. Many couples have the habit of blaming each other for any problem instead of joining together to dislodge the enemy's attack. Many marriages have been destroyed by infertility, barrenness, restrangement, financial problem. Abraham and Sarah focused on God despite their trouble. And God proved himself faithful. Then we have demonic activities. Number 14, devil is a major enemy of marriage. He always attacks marriages with many things like sickness, barrenness, poverty, bad friends and advisors, infidelity, and so on. Couples should join together to fight the enemy as the Lord is in their camp. The Lord is their banner. The Lord is their strength. And that's the reason why God should be invited to your marriage. God should be part of your marriage. Then we have number 15 here. And the final point, communication breakdown. When communication departs from marriage, then frustration will set in. Communication breakdown is almost the most difficult problem facing the home. No matter how tough a problem might be, if the couple can still talk positively and pray about it, they will overcome. Couples should learn how to communicate rightly. They must not allow anything to destroy their communication system. Two must work. Two must Two cannot work except they agree, and two cannot agree except they communicate. So please, I beg you, learn with all these, I believe you must have gained something. Pray about it. God will build your marriage. Any home suffering right now, let God will intervene. What, listen to this message over and over, pray over it, and allow God to use it to heal your home. God bless you. My name again is Mary Egbudi. I'm a marriage counselor. A plus size counselor and a life coach. And I, 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 my number is 0-231-535-84. In case you need to reach me and to talk to me. And if you have any issue we need to discuss about, we can discuss and we can pray about together. And don't forget to share this message with a friend. Somebody might be out there that needs this message so that her marriage can be healed. God bless you once again. Until I come your way again, remain blessed and God bless your home. Amen. <laughs>